Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the realities of cancel culture and how council culture should be accepted more. So I wanted to talk about cancel culture because it is a very growing topic in today's society, especially in the climate that we're currently in. Cancel culture is basically when a bunch of people come together, especially on social media, and take away their support for a public figure or a public company after they've done something that's offensive, or at least it seems offensive. So, like, they're essentially canceling them. (laughs) Um, I think, personally, cancel culture is toxic, but at the same time, it can have its positives because it does hold people accountable. However, I feel like cancel culture isn't necessarily fair because cancel culture tends to apply to public figures, but there are average day people that are doing the same things as them and they aren't being quote unquote canceled. And then I think the worst part about cancel culture is that it in it like it involves groupthink. And what groupthink is is when a group of people get together and start to think collectively with one mind and so the thing with groupthink is the group of people are so focused on unity and in this case unity on canceling a person that they aren't actually taking the time to be their own individual person for a second and just evaluate the issue at hand with like their own mind because they're just collectively thinking with everybody else and just being like okay yeah like I agree with y'all instead of having their own formed opinion and they aren't just and they aren't taking the time to think if they're being too judgmental or harsh because they aren't taking the time to look at another perspective they're just group thinking with like a whole bunch of other people instead of with their own mind so I definitely believe the combination of groupthink and cancel culture is very toxic um, especially in today's society, people have taken cancel culture just too far. They overuse the term cancel and just want to cancel people left and right. And I feel like that's why I believe in council culture over cancel culture. Um, if a public figure or brand like made a mistake or they did something that was a bit tone deaf, we as a community need to bring awareness to it instead of being like, oh no, canceled. I feel like cancel culture makes people seem as if they're perfect and they've never made a mistake or a decision that they regret in their life because they're so quick to be like, oh no, this person is canceled. And it's like, well, of course they're canceled because you get to publicly see their mistakes, but no one gets to publicly really see your mistakes, at least not on the same platform as we see celebrities. So it's so quick to just be like, oh, you're canceled as if you haven't ever, you know, made any mistakes in your life. And you know, like, again, it's just really easy to be critical of a person whose entire life is for the world to see when the average person's life is kept private. And there are, there are now, there are incidents that um, are things that some people do that are absolutely not okay. Um, like racist comments and making fun of dark topics like murder and people dying and stuff. Things like that are not acceptable and they're 
beyond disrespectful. Um, so that is why I believe can cancel culture should, of course, hold people accountable for their actions. But at the same time, when it comes to things like that, just maybe just disassociating and realizing that that's not something that you accept. But like, it's kind of just a thing of who are we? Like, what type of authority do we really necessarily have to quote unquote cancel a person? And I even seen a quote that said, cancel actions, not people. And I thought that was a pretty powerful thing because my mom has always instilled that in me. She always tells me, don't say you don't like a person, say you don't like their actions. It is possible to be against certain actions and to disassociate with someone or something when you don't seem, when it doesn't seem like they're changing um, without labeling them as canceled. So to me, canceling a person allows the problem to go unacknowledged and we're stopping our progress as a society because instead of discussing the issues, instead of dissecting the person and their actions, we are immediately like, no, canceled. But how do we expect to progress as a society or showcase any kind of growth if we just cancel a person off of just one action? And I'm not saying it is the job of everyone to educate a person on why another person's actions are wrong because that person should be the one doing their own research for themselves. However, if you want to see growth in society, we can't just slap the label canceled on someone without at least acknowledging the issue that's at hand. Also, another reason why cancel culture can be toxic is because sometimes people cancel public figures for stating opinions that aren't popular. We have to start distinguishing between hateful intent and a person having a different opinion than us. So, for example, the basketball player Dwayne Wade, he allowed one of his children to become transgender and people immediately started canceling him and um, trying to just degrade him and his family. but. You can't just cancel someone because they partake in things you don't agree with. Yeah, it isn't a widely accepted thing what he's doing, but that's his family and that's their business. And I've seen stories of just your average everyday children becoming transgender and people barely bat an eye at it. And I mean, there are a handful of people in those kind of stories um, that have hateful comments to say, but there were still quite a few people that would support these people. So that's why cancel culture can be toxic because the average Joe can get away with something like that, but the minute a celebrity is involved doing it, they're canceled. And honestly, I feel like in celebrity culture and just in general, I feel like children should definitely be off limits when it comes to that. Like whatever issue that you have with a person's parent or their family, I feel like children just need to be off limits in general when it comes to things like that. Um, cancel culture also does a lot of cherry picking when it comes to issues to care about. Sometimes they'll contradict themselves and let one public figure get away with something but not another for doing the same thing. So back to the Dwayne Wade situation, Many people were trying to cancel Dwayne Wade and call him weird and say that he's low-key gay for letting one of his children become transgender. They were completely attacking him for it. But when the rapper Lil Bootsy 
basically stated that he hired an older woman to rape his sons and nephews everyone just kind of sat there just twiddling their thumbs like oh like yeah mm -hmm. and it's like how do you just let one person you know go through all this backlash for being supportive of their child and their sexuality but then you have this other person who is basically letting their children get raped and I was just, I don't know, I was just so confused by how Dwayne Wade got all this backlash for being a supportive parent, but then Lil Bootsy can partake in arranging sexual activities for his sons and nephews who are minors by a grown woman. And this is why I say cancel culture can be toxic because sometimes it is so contradicting and it shows a lack of progress from society when people choose to cherry pick issues and cherry pick which people they want to just cancel. And another example of, contradic of contradiction in cancel culture is the recent Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion situation. It was reported that the singer Tory Lanez shot the rapper Meg Thee Stallion. And at first, a lot of people made fun of the situation and showed a lack of support towards Meg. But back in 2009, when the news broke that Chris Brown had beat Rihanna, Chris Brown was getting canceled left and right. And even 11 years later, people still try to cancel him for that. So my thing was, what exactly caused Rihanna to get so much sympathy, but then Meg, she gets made fun of. So again, with cancel culture, people tend to cherry pick issues. As time progressed, a lot of people did come out starting to cancel Tory Lanez, but how do you cancel someone based off of a one-sided story? No one knows except for the people that were in that car knows what happened. And even though, of course, everybody thinks that Meg is throwing hints that Tory was the one that shot her, we still don't have confirmation of that because she hasn't physically like actually said those words and Tori hasn't came out to speak about it at all. So cancel culture can really just be so unfair when you don't even know the whole story. And for people to jump and cancel, jump to conclusions and cancel someone before knowing the whole story, it's just not okay. Because I remember when Taylor Swift, she got canceled um, by Kim and Kanye West and their fan base is huge as well. So of course they were canceling her too. And they did that because of how Taylor Swift acted about Kanye including her in one of his songs. And Kim had only posted clips of the phone call they had discussing the song, which caused people to cancel Taylor Swift for lying, basically saying she didn't know how she would be portrayed in the song. But then a few years later, the full video of the phone call came out and people started apologizing to Taylor Swift for canceling her because they realized I didn't know the whole story. Now that the whole story is here, now that we see the whole video, I understand where Taylor was coming from. So again, as a society, we have to just stop jumping the gun to cancel someone because that really just suppresses our progress. And speaking of the Kim and Kanye West situation, I know we all saw Kanye West losing it these last few weeks on Twitter and cancel culture tried to make an appearance then too. But to me, I feel like Kanye has always showed some sign of unstable mental health. And I think that's a huge flaw in today's society. When we see something we aren't used to, we immediately label it as canceled or crazy. 
And many people hear about the term bipolar, but they don't know the levels to it. Like the manic attack that, or the manic episode that Kanye West was having. And instead of making fun of him, we should have been more understanding. And I was so glad to see that people were, some people were standing up and saying that it wasn't okay to make fun of someone who has openly discussed that he deals with mental health issues. I think the average person also doesn't realize the weight that has to be carried when you become famous. Yes, these celebrities choose the famous life, but that doesn't take away the fact that they are real human beings with real emotions and real issues. So I think having some type of respect and empathy is needed in these kind of situations because you just never know what can push a person over the edge. Celebrities, as much as we think they are sometimes, they're not superhumans. And just like I talked about in last week's toxic relationship episode, men feel emotion too. When it came to Jada Pinkett Smith's affair, Will and August became just the laughing stocks of the internet. But men and celebrities have feelings too. And again, there are plenty of people in the world who are not celebrities who've been in the same exact predicament as Jada, August, and Will. So why normalize it for average people, but make it a joke for celebrities? And this is also a prime example of cancel culture cherry picking issues to care about because if the roles were reversed and Will took advantage of a girl that was 20 years younger than him, the entire narrative would be different. People would try to cancel him. People would try to call him a rapist and all kinds of things. And actually, you know what? I have a prime example of the roles actually being reversed. The actor Marcus Houston, he was like the go home Roger guy um, off of Sister Sister. He is 39 years old and he got completely dragged and canceled when he recently came out to um, as being engaged to a 19 year old woman because that's almost like a 20 year age gap. So the fact that everybody was dragging him saying it was just so disgusting but then with jada and august that wasn't the case like that isn't fair and i just feel like that's a huge flaw in society is the whole sexist thing and cherry picking who to cancel and what's right and what's not and just cancel culture this just shows that cancel culture literally makes no sense sometimes because of just how contradicting people can be Tamar Braxton is also another example of a celebrity that recently hit her breaking point by attempting suicide. She has always been portrayed in a negative light and she even recently talked about the truth behind reality TV and how they can edit you to look bad. And cancel culture has definitely came against Tamar before because of how people view her as being like this really extra dramatic diva type of person. And she was even on the talk show, The Real. And I remember there were some people on YouTube that would edit together videos all the time, um, just videos that they felt like showed Tamar being shady or extra and felt like that's why she got fired. And these celebrities, they just get tired of the whole world painting them as this horrible individual. And I honestly, I can't blame them for that. When you're on a platform for the whole world to see, everyone can judge your life. So I think people need to be more mindful of that and be more mindful that every single human being has feelings, whether they're a celebrity or not. Words cut so deep and you just never know who you are triggering. Now, a more controversial example of cancel culture is situations like with Nick Cannon. 
So Nick Cannon recently was deemed canceled because of his anti-Semitic comments on his podcast. This caused him to lose his long-running show on MTV while and out and everything. And he is actually one of the first people I heard use the term council culture over cancel culture, even before he was deemed as canceled. And I'll say he made valid points when he was using the phrase council culture over cancel culture, because sometimes people say things out of ignorance and they need people to correct them or direct them into the path um, where they can get research and figure out where they went wrong and figure out why their comments were ignorant. And I think everybody sometimes just needs a reminder of no, like in your mind, you thought that was okay to say, but this is why, you know, it could be taken wrong. This is why it could be taken out of context. And I think Nick Cannon had a valid point with that. And I think in his podcast, sometimes just like with anyone you know, we don't think before we say things sometimes, or you don't think about the type of backlash you might get in that moment where you're just saying things. It's just a part of human error. And Nick Cannon seemed to be hinting at suicidal thoughts at one point on one of his recent posts. And it just goes to show again that celebrities are human too. And I believe that Nick at the moment didn't mean to have ill intention behind his comments, but whether you are a celebrity or the average person, when you post something on a platform for the whole world to see and or for the whole world to hear on social media or on a podcast, you have to be fully prepared for any consequences that come with that and that come with what you said. And it's definitely an unfortunate situation, but I believe that whole situation could have been handled better if we could have partaken in council culture over cancel culture. When it comes to cancel culture, I am definitely a person that stands on accountability. I think each and every person in this world needs to be held accountable for their actions and accept the consequences that come with their actions. However, I'm also about I'm the type of person that's about not pretending like I'm a flawless person that hasn't made bad decisions. I believe just because you adopt council culture doesn't mean you accept the person's actions. You are simply just allowing opportunity for growth. Imagine if we as the average person not on celebrity status got a one strike and you're out treatment. No one is above accepting an authentic apology. You don't have to accept that person in your life anymore, but you don't have to act like you are a flawless individual that is too good to at least accept a genuine apology. Now, I don't condone apologizing because you were caught, but I definitely believe if it's near and dear in your heart and you feel apologetic about something, you should say an apology and a person should be able to forgive it. Not forgive it in a way where they're accepting your actions, but forgive it in a way where they're able to just move forward with their life and they're able to know like, okay, you understood what you did. You're taking responsibility for what you said. You're taking responsibility for your actions and you're apologizing for it. So now I appreciate your apology and I can move forward. You don't necessarily have to say that you accept what they did in their actions, but just knowing that, okay, they've acknowledged it and now I can move forward. This is why I decided for my Truthful Tuesday post this week to discuss how you can make judgments without being a judgmental person. We can make moral judgments when deciding if we want to accept someone or something in our lives, but it becomes judgmental when you become excessively critical towards someone. Just like I stated in my caption for my Truthful Tuesday post, it is always better on your part if you decide not to associate with the person 
or a brand because you made a moral judgment. I mean, you took careful consideration and looked deeper into the issue at hand versus being judgmental, meaning being extremely critical from the jump without knowing more or trying to at least understand the opposing perspective you are being faced with. If you at least try to understand, then you will be able to make a moral judgment on whether you want to accept something or not. I believe wholeheartedly in holding people accountable for their actions and people should have to face the consequences of them. However, we as a society don't get to deem that a person is canceled. None of us are perfect. We can cancel their actions and choose to disassociate, but no one is above anybody. We are all flawed individuals with many different perspectives and it's up to you to decide what you want to accept in your life and what you don't. It is also up to you whether you want to educate a person on their ignorance instead of canceling them or not. But the bottom line is you have to hold yourself accountable and examine yourself first before you are critical of another human being. This leads me into discussing the important headline segment of this episode. So as all of you have probably seen, there was an awful explosion in Beirut, Lebanon. At first, I saw, I saw that they said that fireworks set this explosion off, but I knew that was a lie from the jump because if y'all saw that explosion, that was very, very intense. And you would know there is absolutely no way that fireworks cause something that catastrophic to happen. But now I recently seen that news articles like CNN are coming out saying that the explosion was caused by a warehouse that was storing like thousands and tons of unsecured, highly explosive material that had been unattended to for six years, um, such as ammonium nitrate. So far, 100 people were killed and 4,000 were injured with several people still missing. And I can only imagine those numbers are going to go up because of how powerful that explosion was. And my heart just really goes out to them because we are already in a global pandemic. And for them to have to be faced with yet another extremely traumatic event is just so awful. And I'm just going to continue to keep them in my thoughts. And one way to help is through helplebanon.card.co. And that's H-E-L-P-L-E-B-A-N-O-N dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And that website has places to donate, volunteer, shelters, and just ways to help victims. Any little bit of support I'm sure will help them during this time. We as the world just need to stand together with everything going on. So any little bit of help would be good at this time for them. I also wanted to use this segment to discuss the coronavirus and schools reopening. I am so genuinely concerned with this. Even though my college has moved classes to online, I still have a mom that is a teacher that has to go back to school. On top of that, I also have a dad that's an essential worker too. So this isn't okay that schools are being used as the science experiment. So far, I've already seen pictures of crowded school hallways and numerous stories of schools opening and having to close back literally the next day because someone had the virus. I truly understand wanting to open the schools back to have some sense of normalcy. I, I really get it. I truly do because I just want life to go back to normal too. Who doesn't? But there is no way we are getting any closer to normal by rushing and pushing these school reopenings. 
elementary schoolers don't know how to keep their hands to themselves. They aren't going to understand why they can't play with their friends on the playground or why they can't hug anyone. Students with disabilities aren't going to understand why they have to have their mask on and why they can't hug and why they can't hug anyone. We are putting so many people at risk. The majority of teachers have families to come home to. Every student has a family to go home to. So germs are about to be spread everywhere. The fact that we live in a world where the economy is more important than human life is so beyond me and just so disheartening. And two people so far in Leon County, the same school district that my mom works in, have already passed away from the coronavirus due to being in school. Why are we still pushing for schools to reopen at this point? We are only prolonging the virus by reopening everything. And then people are once again still not even understanding the mental standpoint of it. People are having anxiety, they're worried. Children are gonna basically have to be isolated and distanced from one another. The emotional and mental pain that comes with this needs to be taken just as serious. And I'm just hoping that the government on local, state and federal levels get on board with just closing things down. The United States is getting worse and worse with this pandemic as the days go on because so many people are just lacking patience. If we were just patient, wore masks instead of complaining about them, kept sanitizing, only going out when needed like to the grocery store, staying quarantined and social distance and continuing to do things like schooling online, we would be making progress. And it's just so frustrating how so many people can can't just sit out for a little while and accept that this virus is real and it's dangerous and that it takes a team effort for us to just slow things down. I really urge you all to take this serious. I know it sucks. Trust me, I know. But we are only going to make it worse by not doing our part to slow the spread down. Now into the inspirational segment. The Motivation Monday quote of this week was, the only time you should look back is to see how far you've come. I use that quote for this week's episode because I feel like a lot of time people spend too much time looking back at their life and what they should have did, what they could have did, or what they would have did. We can't go back in time, so we have to be able to move forward. Sometimes it's hard because we can't stay stuck. Sometimes it's hard, but we can't stay stuck in the past because if we do, we will never be able to progress in our future. I wanted to also use this quote for this cancel culture episode because many public figures that have dealt with cancel culture have to spend so much time looking into their past because people won't let them move on. But I've seen some people that were a part of cancel culture demonstrate so much growth and how far they and they've came such a far way. So even as average people that aren't on celebrity status, sometimes we have people in our lives that constantly remind us of our past. If we hate being constantly brought down because of some of our bad decisions, we definitely shouldn't do that to others. If you are a person who keeps having people bring up your past, just remember that when you decide to learn lessons from your past mistakes, you can grow from it and it can shape you into a better person. So focus on how far you've come in life because you've worked hard to get to this point. So don't ever let anyone take that away from you. 
everyone has a past, everyone has flaws. It's all about holding ourselves accountable first before we attempt to hold someone else accountable for their actions. It is time that we as Gen Z become the generation to help the older and younger generations by being the example and showing that you can hold people accountable, whether that is people in your personal life or public figures, without basically just canceling them off of the face of the earth. We have to do better with putting ourselves in other people's shoes for once and understanding that there will be people that do things you don't agree with and that is perfectly fine and they need to face consequences, but it isn't up to us to decide whether they basically deserve to be acknowledged as a human being anymore or not, you know. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Thank you.